Okay, let's try this again. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Window Chats with Robin, where already things have gone wrong, and that's what makes it exciting. That's why we love live theater, right? Live Instagrams. This is as close as it gets to theater, folks. So we're going to wait for Marin to get an upgrade, and she joined again, and I think it's going to work this time. Yeah, there we go. That was fun. Oh, okay. Inviting her in. Here we go. Be cool. I like to say be cool. I don't know how to be cool, though. I like to throw out. <gasps> that was great! Oh! oh my goodness. You saved me from my ranting. It was very painful. <laughs> How's it going? Good morning. Good morning. Instagram was being elitist with this whole you have to have the upgrade. Why? I had um, a situation where I had a really old iPhone and it was automatically updating for me and taking up so much space that I turned off my automatic updates. So unless I actively go in and force one, then I'm always a couple versions behind. So that's, that's my bad. That's me being that's, a bad tech person. I was just, I'm not judging you, but you're in the tech field now. So I'm confused. I know. Oh, <laughs> no. No excuse. It's okay. This is the no judgment zone. Um, but I'm so excited you wanted to do this. This is great. Yeah, no, me too. I've really enjoyed the last couple of ones you've been doing. I watched the Jenny Walls one you did on Monday. Okay. Is that Monday? Uh, yeah, that was, it feels like a year ago. But yes, it was just Monday. <laughs> and I've really enjoyed just kind of seeing people that, some people that I know and some people that I don't know signing on and, you know, uh, seeing their perspective on things. Because yeah. not only do we not see anyone ever, because the situation that we're in. Um, yeah, I'm laughing because nice it's sad. Yeah, it's nice to hear people again, you know? That's true. No, I know. That's, it's just, it's a weird, I guess this is as close to uh, seeing you in person as I'm going to get for the next little while. It's, I mean, hopefully not super long while. Hopefully we'll be seeing each other sooner than later. But I'm leaving it to the powers that be. I have no control over it. I'm reserving all of my major emotional responses until April. And we're just saying what it's going to be. It's going to be what it's going to be. And we're just going to take it one day at a time. I love You're always so positive. I miss that. <laughs> I miss just being at Statler's or 120 Diner. You just come in, you have this positive vibe. And I'm just, I love that about you. You're always like, it's going to, we'll figure it out. It's okay. Whatever. I miss those places so much. I miss, I miss them so much. They did so much for, you know, my mental health when, trying to pursue things in theater and things aren't going well. It's like, it's okay. Every Monday I've got a place I can go and I know I can practice my craft and sometimes it goes well and sometimes it really doesn't, but we make it work. You know, yeah. like you said, like we'll make it work. It's not a big deal. You mess up, try again. You, I remember I went one night to, it was Sattler's and you were hosting and you were so fun. You were just <laughs> hosting and I just, you're just like, yeah, these are, these are the words of the song now. I've just recreated it. And this is, this is how it's supposed to sound. I'm owning it. And I'm like, I love her so much. It was fun. That's basically what I do with my full-time work now. Because it's so much of it is Google. That's a, a common misconception when people look at those who are in tech. And they're like, oh my gosh, how do you know how to do that? How do you know how to build this? It's like, we are all Googling all day, every day. And everyone is so open with the information and it's so open source that you just put in what you're looking for. You look at a couple articles and try and discern how you affect that to what you're doing specifically. And then bada bing, bada boom. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada That's bing, fun. bada boom. Well, what? <laughs> so we do it, y'all. Uh, yeah, that was me being gangster and painful. Uh, <laughs> Yo, the yo. The really brought out all of our sides, you know? 
So what are you, so you're in the tech field. What does that mean? So uh, my title is senior software engineer. It sounds very oh. fancy. Yeah. Um, basically, a couple years ago, about three years ago, I decided that I needed to make a change. I was really, I was really unhappy. I was really depressed. Um, it was, it was one of those things that I know a lot of people who are in the theater world, they, a lot of them can relate to, you know, you're going to auditions and you're doing everything you can. And I found myself in this really kind of crappy cycle where I would work a job I didn't like that would make me tired and that would, you know, tire out my voice. And then I'd go to an audition and wouldn't perform well, which meant I couldn't get the job. So I'd have to go back to the job I didn't want to do. And it was just kind of very, very repetitive. Yeah. Um, and there were some other things going on too. Like, uh, you know, we have so many talented writers in Toronto, like insanely mm -hmm. talented writers. Uh, and it breaks my heart that they aren't more famous than they should be. Um, and, you know, you go to your friend's shows and you go in to support them, you know, doing things and the art is so good. But in the back of my head, you know, the back of your mind, for me at least, and because I'm a terrible person, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm going, you know, well, why didn't they ask me to do that? And why, like, if they had, maybe it could have led to other things. And it was just a mindset I really didn't want to be in. And it was yeah. kind of like, whoa, I'm putting a lot of pressure on my friends to make, you know, my ability to pay my rent um, possible. And that really made me uncomfortable. So figured, okay, time to look at a secondary skill. What's something completely unrelated to the everyday of, you know, theater and theater business uh, that, you know, I can do remotely if I'm on set somewhere and looked at coding. So I was like, okay, just take your computer around with you. You know, as long as you have internet, you can work. And they've got some really great coding boot camps here in Toronto. And yeah. I started with a part-time course at uh, one called Judo College of Technology. And I, I did their part-time course. It was on Saturdays for six hours and then oh moved on to uh, their full-time bootcamp. And then a month later, I was working full-time as a junior developer. And that was over three years ago. That's, okay, that's fascinating. Um, the thought of coding terrifies me. I don't know why, but I, there's such a trend towards pushing females to get into coding there was this whole thing on dragon's den and different programs to start them off when they were younger because i i don't know i guess i mean it does it make sense that we just assume men are going to be more technologically savvy is that or is that just backwards thinking it's is, definitely um a current the current situation it's definitely a male dominated hmm. um workplace um and I've, I've heard some people speak to it. I haven't done enough research to really be able to say like, this is the problem and this is how we fix it. But I've been listening to a couple of talks and some people are saying, you know, when you go to the toy store, people buy boys and girls different toys, you know, right. and just trying to encourage that play from a young age to say, you know what, regardless of how you were born or who you are, you want to play with something doll fashion oriented, you do that. Yeah. You want to play with something building block, uh, structure, problem solving type, you do that. And removing the expectation from the toys and just kind of saying whatever the child is interested in, just give them the tools to be able to explore that curiosity. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's like with a lot of things in the world, right? We're just trying to get more people who haven't had a chance or haven't been encouraged to in the past involved. 
the toy store reminds me did you ever see free to be you and me no okay well there's there's this one song called william has a doll and there's this whole fight towards not allowing william to play with the doll but at the end spoiler alert he gets the doll it was that it was a heartwarming <laughs> song God. it was like doll. yes and they were progressive back then they knew it's been it's been a thing that people have been talking about for a long time and uh it's funny because for me, I've found that with making my change and the joy that it's brought me, don't get me wrong, I really miss theater. You know, I miss uh, performing, like I haven't performed in a very, very long time and I love it. There is such a place Great. in our society for theater. It's important. <laughs> I, I was watching, um, I'm, I'm starting to get into Schitt's Creek. I just never watched it before and there was this behind the scenes documentary on Netflix about, you know, the yeah. making of it. And I think it was their last day of shooting. And a letter was written to the cast and creatives from a group, I believe they're called the Mama Bears. And they were this group of mothers who are in this group who wrote a letter with the names of all the children who identified as LGBTQ uh, plus and how the show helped them be more confident in their daily lives. Like, Art is important. We need to keep art. Yeah, we I was bawling. Like, we can't, we just can't lose it. It's, it's pivotal to, you know, it's been pivotal to my growth. I'm sure your growth. Um, but the thing that frustrates me is when people say, oh, well, you do theater. You know, they don't expect you to be able to do anything else. And that is not true. <laughs> that is like, not Excuse me. True. I can code. Uh and it's just providing, you know, a lot of people, a lot of my friends, theater brands are great, great for coding. They're great for software engineering. They're great for product development. They're great for a lot of things. Because uh, I, I always joke around that every time I'm building something, I do a little acting exercise. I'm like, okay, who am I as the user? What are my wants and my needs? You know, it's my motivation coming to this application, which is ridiculous. No, it's not. I love that so much. Oh, my God. What's what my is, motivation? Oh, that's so good. If you've been in an industry where literally you are telling, you know, human stories and you're exploring people and you're exploring what makes them tick, that is absolutely transferable to tech. Tick, mm -hmm. tech. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Words, English, amazing. Um, and just, you know, letting people know you're allowed to branch out, you're allowed to try other things. Hi. Oh my gosh, my old trainer is on this right now. How are you? Devin Size is an amazing trainer. Check him out. Shout out. <laughs> um, and yeah, just saying like there, there are options for you out there. I feel like sometimes when I get into this conversation, people think I'm trying to shut down theater and take people out and be like, never go back. It treats you bad. But it's just saying, you know, if you're looking for a side gig, gain this skill. Become a freelancer. Support yourself so you're happy because the way I was supporting myself in the industry was making me absolutely miserable. Poor Devin, you know, my trainer, he was basically my therapist. I'd show up for a training <laughs> session and be like, oh my gosh, everything sucks. But it was because it wasn't the actual art itself. It was, you know, the, the business aspect of it. The how do I feed myself from this? And then just that not working out. But look at what you did. You okay, I'm gonna learn something new. You learned it and now you just that pivot, that business sense, just the entrepreneurialship is very impressive. I I remember seeing you're like, Yeah, I'm this is what I'm doing now. I'm like, 
wait, what? And again, maybe it was my misconception. I just, cause you're so talented and I hear you saying, I'm like, yeah, obviously she's theater. There's no other, in my mind, I couldn't see you doing anything else. And they're like, yeah, and I do this now. I'm like, whoa. So I, I'm just in awe of you. It is one of my favorite things because people, when they look at me, they don't necessarily jump to that conclusion right away. Um, and especially, you know, speaking to some of my friends from high school and university and, and talking to them about what I'm doing, it's definitely one of those like, oh, I did not, I did not see that for you. <laughs> and actually my parents and I, we were talking about it. And, uh, you know, they were saying, Marin, if we had told you you can't go into theater and told you to go into computer science course, do you think you would have been as happy doing what you're doing now? I said, well, no, I would have had a huge amount of regret. Yeah. Saying, you know, what, like, what could have happened if I tried? And my parents were so supportive. They were able to afford me the ability to go train, to explore it, to try it, to give it a shot, and then kind of go, all right. There are parts of this I really love. There are parts of this that aren't working. I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna try something new. And then we'll reevaluate in a couple of years. Cause I, I won't lie, I'm definitely getting a very big pull to like start singing again. And I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel. I won't oh, I would, be too scared, but. I would watch that. The production, the production side of it is really hard. Like lighting. Yep. Well, I mean, I'm struggling on Instagram Live right now, okay? So I don't, I buy the lights. I They don't always work, but lighting, sound, and I'm watching everyone. There's some production value. I'm thinking, where's this equipment? But also, where's this space? I I struggle to be able to, <laughs> to get a full body slate because I can't maneuver my the depth of my apartment walls. So it's I guess if you live in a house or something, I'm not sure. But yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just having that talent. It's how do I put it all together and put it out there online. I like to make terrible production value stuff, but other people They're that are doing it right. not terrible at all. What are you talking about? It's, it's low budget in front of the blue screen. Look at this background I found online. Here's a picture. Uh, that does help because I don't like to show my place very much. I'm like, I have at to clean. Have no the background. So yeah, this is... <laughs> Hang on. Complete the swivel. Complete the swivel. I love this is the entirety of my place. So <laughs> this is like I a thirty dollar Amazon sheet. The... Yeah, I mean, it's so funny when people are like, "Oh yeah, you know my office." And we just step into my my home office. I'm like, I have I have an office wall. You know, my I no longer have a dining room table uh, or just any kind of eating table. It's become my desk, and it's pushed up against the wall, and that is where work happens. And it's funny because I know a lot of people, especially with the pandemic and working from home, they've, uh, they choose to do like a virtual background, oh, right. which is totally fine. You know, people have kids at home. They've got lots going on in the background. It absolutely makes sense for me though, because again, probably a little to a detrimental level, I'm one of these where it's like, ah, it's going to be what it's going to be. Here's my place. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. It's great to be here. Let's continue with the work. Because I always feel like with, when I do the virtual background, it always looks really weird and I feel really uncomfortable because I like, well, feel like I'm hiding something. I'm like, here it is. Yeah. But if you move your head too, then your face gets... I was doing a really long Zoom this weekend. And if you move a little bit, then you're gone. You disappear. Yeah. I, I also kind of like being that woman of mystery that goes out and then, ha I was here all along. Uh, <laughs> element of surprise. <laughs> That's why no one Zooms with me. Uh, 
stop. <laughs> it's, it's been a really, I mean, the, one of the interesting conversations we're having at my work right now is what is the future of the office place? You know, yeah. what is, what is the future office going to look like? And it's interesting because they're looking at all, they're getting in these experts because of what the pandemic has done. And they're starting to reorganize our space, but no one knows exactly when that's going to happen. No one knows when we're going to be back in the office. But I'm, to be honest, I think we're kind of killing the work from home thing. You know, everyone, I feel like people are actually communicating a little bit more and a little bit clearer due to the fact that we have to type it out or we have to find a specific time to hop in a call. But I wonder, here's the problem I find. How do you shut it off? Because you could always work technically. I have no problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, like, some people are like, you know, I just, I, I want to complete my work and I want to do that. And yes, I definitely get bursts of that. If I'm saying, okay, you know, I had a pretty slow day yesterday. Let's, let's just really, you know, focus and let's get this done today. Uh, or, you know, it's a weekend and I'm like, you know what, I, to be honest, sometimes on the weekend, I have nothing else to do. So why not? Let's just complete this feature and, and, you know, submit it in a request for, uh, for my coworkers to review. Um, but I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't have that problem. If I'm tired and I want to stop, I stop. And that's, that's the nice thing about the work that we do. As long as you're accessible and available for meetings and you get the work done, you're fine. So Marin, your face stopped moving, but I can still hear you. You, oh. you paused, you were paused on a good spot. You weren't awkward. I'm just, okay. I heard you. Yeah, we're fine. You're back. But I'm like, I still hear her. And it, it was a nice, it wasn't those awkward, like, eh. It was, it was a little half smile. You looked, <laughs> maybe a ventriloquist moment. You're just showing off another talent. I get it. Oh, you know, I mean, it's, it's that's how I do it. Uh. I've been threatening at work. I'm currently working with a company right now that I dreamed of working for as an actor, but oh. I'm right now working with them as a developer, building a product for them. And so is I everything, what's it called? Hush hush? Yeah, I can't, I can't talk okay. about it. Um, but it's just so funny because with what they're, what we're building, there's the opportunity to like work with video and things like that. And I am always threatening to slip in a show reel and just be like, this is an audition. Here you go. And just like showing up to a demo and saying, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our demo today. Oh my gosh, what is this? This is so awkward. I can't pause it. Um, and just, you know, seeing, you know, shoot your shot, see what happens. <laughs> Please do that. I, I admire that. I think it should be done. Why not? Will you lose your job? I don't think so. Yeah, it'd be part two, software engineer to whatever works right now. <laughs> the sequel to this conversation. I think it's about making connect. You're, you know what? You said, I'm more than just this. Look at my talent. Here you go. <laughs> just own it. Enjoy. You're welcome. I think that should be the attitude. Why? They deserve to see it. You are welcome. I'm awesome. That's what it should oh be. Gosh. Mic drop shut down the zoom call boom you know Probably. i love that we say mic drop but that is the worst thing to do for a mic i always want to but can you imagine that's just i think they should make bounceable mics just for that and then it bounces back up into your hand and then you get endless mic drops and then it's an exercise <laughs> so there you go we're just inventing 
Uh, so write a code for that. And then I don't know how coding works. <laughs> it's always so funny when you see people do it on TV where they drop it, but then they immediately catch it. I, I always wonder if some people at home who don't know that are going, why, why did they catch it? It's like that person loves their sound engineer. They care about the equipment. I never, I mean, it looks so cool. Something I don't, I want to know who was the first person that just went, We'll never know. We'll never know. I, I wish we had some kind of accessibility to information. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, I don't know if you've been getting this. Have you been getting during the pandemic this like drive to start a bunch of projects? Just oh my God. Ask my husband. It's bad. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like so. every day starting something new. It's a thing. It's not good. Have you completed any of them? I mean, I'm surprised I'm still going with these window chats. If I'm completely honest, it was an idea that I'm like, Oh, still happening. Cool. I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, everyone you do is a completed concept. So you just keep on completing them one after the other. Oh, that's a lovely way. This is why we have I see I need that. I need that positivity. <laughs> you did it. That's all you did one and you're fine. Anything else is just even more great. I know there's a lot of projects that are on the back burner that I think about daily. And I'm like, why haven't I done it? So yes. How Can we get you? an inside look? Can we get an exclusive? Oh, on the projects I haven't done? Yeah. There's reels that I have to put together that I'm just being, I don't even know if it's lazy or if it's overwhelming. How do I put together like a fitness reel and my special skills reel and more voiceover reels and all these film clips that I should do so I can show that I can be a doctor or a lawyer or it's a lot. And then I just get overwhelmed and then I sit down and watch Netflix. So it's going well, it's going well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have like three projects on the go right now. Oh yeah. I, uh, my sister works for the SPCA in British Columbia and, uh, she, because of the pandemic and everything, it really kind of, made clear, you know, having an online presence or like an online platform for people to be able to interact through. So almost a year ago, I started working on this project for her where like people could sign in and, you know, kids could submit projects and things like that, that are laid out by the SPCA and they could get some interaction and get badges and things like that. Um, and Blair, I'm so sorry for watching right now. Blair's my sister. Um, it is one of those that has really sat on the back burner. So like, how do you find that motivation to actually do these projects and continue with them? Because I, I want to know. I mean, that's a great, and I, as I'm talking, like that sounds like a real project. Mine are purely selfish for self-promotion. But even the ones that I've reached out to people, I say, I'm doing a sketch show. And then I send them the script. And then sometimes they don't get back to me. And then I lose that enthusiasm because it's been a month. I'm like, mm. I don't. I don't know how to get back there. So then I just write something else. And then it's a whole, I, I find it so, um, I was talking to Chris James and he is oh, the most organized person. He's just summarizing, this is all you have to do. Put it in your calendar, keep breaking it down into chunks. I'm like, you make it sound so easy. My calendar, I can write it. I just keep pushing it off to the next week. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to stay motivated. I don't know how to, get it done sometimes when, especially when I want to collaborate with people because some people are having off weeks too, right? So it's finding that it's like when you, you have to be motivated with the 
other people as well. It's, it's not easy. And I think that's what made me start to do things on my own. But I don't like that because I like working with other people. So I, I don't know how to get around that. Well, that's thank you for having these talks because I watched that one with Chris James and it took me to his video on YouTube for everyone watching right now. Uh, Chris James has a great video. Oh my God. Um, I'll see if I can find the name of it. Uh, and I'll try and share it on my Instagram because I watched it and it was so well done. It, like the audio, there's animation and it's all about organizing your calendar. And that's what I've started to do now too, because like I've started doing some private tutoring with coding and I'm hanging out with some friends to, you know, talk about code. Um, and then also there's just like the work stuff in general. So it's all starting to get really kind of muddled. So to be able to kind of lay out that time and even schedule time, like, okay, work on your project, work on your side project right now. I sh we should do that. I, I help us schedule. We're gonna, Chris, we're gonna, we're gonna reach out. Uh, I always talk like this. Hello, Chris. Uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> it'll, it'll help you hear me better. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Yeah. I actually, here's what happened this week. This was going to be the week or even on the weekend. And then I got sucked into clubhouse and then I, and then I went down this terrible hole of these are the other things that I should be doing, but I'm not doing. So okay. I kind of, kind of took a step back from clubhouse. Uh, I'm like, Oh, these are great notes. Okay. Update everything on the resume. Da, da, da. Uh, add some kind of link tree to your Instagram and then completely change my Instagram because it's not visually appealing. And now, it's a whole thing. So anyways. So Clubhouse. Yes. I'm Wait, did you hear what Jenny Wall Jenny What did she goes, say? She goes, it's uh, the spice, right? And the spice? It's a clubhouse. It's a it's a brand of spices. Oh my gosh. Jenny. Jenny. I love that. So that made me smile for oh, that was great. So I'm obsessed. Spice. I got invited a couple of days ago and I have like been a part of rooms. I've been a part of rooms with people I would never normally run into or, or yeah. communities that I, I, you know, I'm just not exposed to. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool to be able to just so listen, cool. you know? And you know, I was listening to one that was, you know, a couple of talent agents. There was one that was about tech recruiters. Oh, that's cool. Um, I can't think. Yeah, like I was, I was in a, a room yesterday, I think with a, a bunch of UX designers. And it was a really interesting topic. It was talking about are UX designers in demand and UX stands for user experience. And it's, yeah. it's the people who decide, okay, how are we going to ask someone to join a live on Instagram? Well, I think there should be a drop down on the top um, and it should say this and then it'll take them to this view. Like they're making all these really big flow decisions. Wow. And you know, they, they were having this discussion, you know, are they in demand? And I was the only software engineer in the room. And, you know, I raised my hand and I didn't have anything to offer, but I just wanted to say, thank you so much for the work that you do because you make my life so much easier. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, uh, Matt just joined and Matt and I used to work together at a company called Soapbox and he's a designer and he is amazing. And this room, you know, they were talking about, you know, oh, you know, I feel like, the industry is starting to clump us in with some other disciplines and you know are we as valued as we should be and i was like no you are not as valued as you should be you make sure that things are ready to go so that when i build it we've got all the edge cases themed out and i can you know shut my computer down like we were talking about how do you turn the work off it's because of these designers 
because they're so smart and so good at their jobs and they've thought of everything so that I just have to build it. It just, oh, sorry. I just have yeah. to build it. I love it. I just have to build it, whatever. I just have to build it. Oh my gosh, I just got a clubhouse notification now too. They know. I had to turn that off. I, uh, oh, I did something. What did I do? Oh. No, it's, I was trying to, I don't know what I was trying to do. I think I was trying to make it brighter and then I lost it. Anyways, <laughs> like I just can't, but no, the clubhouse is, it was not because for me, there was two Holocaust survivors on clubhouse yesterday. Yeah, and yeah, I was, listen. that was insane I'm like, to get people and to hear, I mean, there was maybe a couple trolls, but for the most part, just to hear what they were saying and to hear the stories and for people in their eighties to be on this platform, Oh, I was just, I couldn't stop listening. And they were going, I had, I was going in and out and I think they were going for at least nine hours. They just kept going. And he's an 88 year old man. Look at this guy go. It was, it was insane. I, I'm just, what a platform. And I was very against it because there's something weird about not seeing someone's face when you're mm -hmm. talking to them. I mean, a phone call is a phone call, but with the clubhouse, it's like, oh God, how do I sound? I don't know. How's my, the audio, I never know how my audio sounds. That's the one thing I'm not, I'm like, am I too loud? Which I usually am, but no one will say that because they're too polite. <laughs> I hear that. Because I'm just like, hi everyone, it's Robin. And here's my 30 second pitch. Uh, nice to meet you all and goodbye. Okay. Uh, Have you seen those shoot your shot rooms? Is that when you give a pitch? No, it's basically like dating, online dating introductions through oh Clubhouse. So these people go in and they, you know, raise their hand to speak and they're like, Jerry, who do you want to shoot your shot with? And he's like, Tiffany, how are you? Where are you? Do you want to hook up afterwards? Not in that sense. Oh my God. As in like, let's do a message afterwards. Ah! whoa uh you know do you want to dm me and things thing, like that thing. and and you know get to know each other and they're either like yeah sure sounds great send me a dm or they're like nope that's so fun no i haven't but the weirdest room okay have you been in the room where you just go in and it's a silent clicking on people's face and then you choose to follow them or not i have not it, it sounds is... very intense follow friday what was that on twitter was that a thing I have no, I just, I went in, but the, the reason I'm mentioning this is because yesterday I went in, because I'm always curious. I, I found some interesting people. Look at you. Nicely done. Follow. Yeah. But there was this one guy gets on. Hi, I'm Brian. I know we're not supposed to. And then, and then he started this whole thing and everyone's whispering and having conversations, even though you're not supposed to talk. And I love that so much because honestly, I think it's kind of stupid to, it's, it's a whole, you're just, getting the follows i i've accepted that i don't really care who follows me or not mm -hmm. if you want to sure if not that's okay but yeah. the whole okay building your following i mean that that's important to some people though so i don't want to diss it but mm -hmm. it's it's just i don't want yeah. people following me that don't aren't interested so it's unfortunate that it is it's such a part of the theater game right now you know i think um, a mutual friend of ours was um pitching to have a show in a festival somewhere right. and one of the questions was how many followers do you have no I really just thought it was film that's so interesting for okay. film or commercials it's all do you have a, some of them and again it's really mixed, for commercials because you can advertise it better right so let's say they do a commercial they put it on their Instagram oh wow look at this person for all those influencers they're more likely sometimes they're more likely to book a commercial if you're on par with 
if the talent's on par. So I like, okay, then the commercial's not for me, I guess, whatever. Uh, okay. I, yeah, and I, 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 I'm notorious for, you know, uh, joking about, you know, the, the follow culture and how not invested I am in it. And I think the reason I'm not invested in it is because I'm not good at it. And <laughs> if I was good at it, I'm sure it would be great you know, because it, it helps kind of thing. And that was always one of those things that I struggled with in the theater world is I'm just not good at that. Like I want to get to know actual people and have real conversations and, you know, talk about the art. I was, at, I was in a room, I created a room uh, yesterday on Clubhouse and it was me and my buddy and some random guy from Atlanta, Georgia oh who joined. His name was Chris, great guy. We connected on LinkedIn. And his past was he was in kind of like the improv scene in Atlanta, but was also working as a developer. And now he's just kind of, he's working uh, in that full time for now. And, uh, oh shoot, I, I keep on losing my thought with everything. Oh, that's I'm okay. the worst like guest to bring on any kind of talk thing. What are you okay. talking about? You're fascinating. I, a software and you're my first software engineer. You never forget your first. So this is, <laughs> this is epic. But we were just kind of hanging out and, and talking about it. And uh, yeah, I completely lost that train of thought. I don't think there's any getting it back. No, let's see if you, for, okay, let's say you, you don't remember, you just take a cup of water or a coffee, be like, please pause. Oh yes. Yeah. My father is always encouraging me to take intelligent pauses. Like, and then we just, you know what? And then we veer off and then it's, oh. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, see, exactly. Great question. <laughs> and lately, I don't know about you, I've been either not waking up early enough to have breakfast or I'm just, yeah, mostly I'm not waking up early enough or I'm just like, I'm going to intermittently fast because I'm a millennial and that's what I do. And then it gets weird because then I just end up eating all my calories in one meal and I'm like, this seems very unhealthy. I should probably stop. And that's just me being fun. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I love looking into different nutrition trends and messing them up. It's really, it's a skill I, I possess. It's like, how can you mess up the keto diet? How can you mess up paleo? I'm like, I'll tell you, trust me, I got, I got the ins. It's, it's fun. It's, I, I will find every kind of junk food you can eat in those diets. And then I'm like, this is why I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do me, see what happens. I, yeah, I, I've never been able to get into, I mean, some diets really work for people and that's great. You know, I, who am I to judge? You do what you want to do, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel better. I'm not going to say anything. Um, I've personally never been able to because I do not have any uh, self-control or like, restraint when it comes to some food. Uh, I think the only thing that has kept me nurtured in the time of this pandemic has been HelloFresh because they literally deliver the vegetables oh. to you. You're like, okay, I just got to put it together. Today's right. segment is sponsored by HelloFresh. Hello, yeah. And actually I've got some really nice recipes from it. You know, I made a chili last night. I've never been Ooh. one of those. I remember in university, you know, I, so many people I went to school with, they were like cooking like a ton of really extravagant meals and you know, they were, they were like proper taking care of themselves. You know, like they were, they were growing up and I was being like, my entire university diet was food. So started with the letter P it was Pepsi, pasta, pesto, pizza, pesto. 
and there were oh my god there was literally a toronto clubhouse meeting where we discussed different pizza places in toronto i don't think that was the purpose but that's what happened when i joined it and i thought the purpose. this is a group and then they switched to burgers and i'm more of a pizza person so mm. i left but there's something very odd about being in a group and then just leaving when you don't like the conversation i actually think that's what we come back in person and then we talk and it, not for me bye leave quietly peace out you know, whatever. I feel like that's, that's a Canadian thing. You're like, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to just, I don't want people to think I don't like what they're talking about, but like my soup is boiling over or like there's someone at the door and I just got to go. Just got to go. Oh, that's so funny. Maybe it is a Canadian thing. I, I haven't really paid attention to who's polite about it or not, but oh, well, there's a bunch I just. Of rooms, Canadian rooms that are popping up too, which is, which is nice. You know, I'm all, I love meeting new people and I love people from all over the place. Um, but I definitely find on some of these main platforms, you know, Canadians don't often have their own space to kind of hang. Um, and I was on one last night and it was uh, hosted by this comedian. His name's Eric. I can't remember his last name. But oh my gosh, he was funny. And people are introducing themselves and he's making jokes. There's actually, um, if you're under the age of 18, please click off now. Um, <laughs> But there was actually a Canadian porn star in that group. And he started or so stories. they say. Do we know for sure? Oh, do you have a porn star? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. Other guys in the group were like, I know you. How do I know yeah. you? And I was like. That's funny. That oh, yes. Clubhouse still is invite only, um, which I find interesting. But. That's just, I, I wonder what the purpose of that is. Is it similar to when Facebook started, you needed to be in a school and then they just opened it up? What, I, what I've heard is it's kind of in the beta phase and I love saying beta, so I'm just gonna keep saying tech, beta testing. Very tech, yeah. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> this is um, a cigarette. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's maybe like a bot thing. Um, Cause I think you, can you only invite a certain number of people as well? Initially I could only invite two and then I guess mm -hmm the people kept coming in. So now I can invite more people. I think that's, yeah. or maybe I it's the number of rooms you go into. I don't, well, if it is, then I'm going to get a lot because I, I was on it one day till two 30 in the morning. And I thought, wow, that was, uh, I'm dead the next day, but it's so because the, the time change in LA versus wherever else other people. And I thought, well, I just, I don't want to miss the information. And as I'm taking notes, cause there's no test, but I just like taking my notes. Yeah. But it's, it's just there's so much accessibility to knowledge and people are so willing to share now. And I thought this is just lovely. I, I'm just so grateful for everyone that is an expertise in their area that's just giving their time up like that. I'm or I guess they don't see it as giving up their time, but just being so available. It's, re it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to be I'd love to be part of more tech conversations. I haven't been uh, catching them at the right times. I just I I've only been on it less than a week. So I think that I still have to wait mm -hmm. for kind of like that week cycle to go for people who have their weekly meetings that pop up. Um, but it, it really is, it really is great. And it's amazing for networking. It's amazing for networking, like meeting a bunch of different kinds of devs and UX designers and people who are all over the world and talking about some of the struggles that they have and, and connecting in that way. And I feel like the other reason why it's so popular right now is people are starved for those kind of connections. You know, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Clubhouse when things go back to normal. Yeah, normal means. Yeah, what is um, yeah, normal. Um, 
and and to see you know what sticks and i feel like that for a lot of things a lot of things in the world we had a speaker at my work a couple months ago and there was some kind of study done uh i highly encourage everyone to google this because she's uh trying to remember this off the top of her head and it may not be 100 uh, accurate but we're just gonna keep going just, uh, just grab a drink if you forget okay yeah we're just gonna keep going um and it was, uh, I believe, a study that said whenever the world goes through these major pivotal changes and for things like, you know, the world wars, um, you know, the Spanish flu, things like that, mm -hmm. obviously people have to make major adjustments in order to be able to cope with those situations. And then when those situations pass or are resolved, only about 15 to 18% of the changes that were made actually stand afterwards oh yeah and i'm very curious to see a yes. if that is true and b what of our current 15 percent to 18 percent of our changes would be yeah I that seems so given all the changes that are being made i mean i honestly think they should have always had hand sanitizer everywhere so maybe it's the germaphobe in me but i mean everyone's pretty yeah. dirty so yeah the the hand washing epiphany for some is worrying it that is. was, oh yeah, oh, I should wash my hand. Never, really? What? Okay, all right, this, uh, this explains a lot and I'm uh, worried for the world, but yeah. Yeah, and it's funny too, because I mean, I grew up in, uh, in Hong Kong and in Hong Kong, there is this culture around, if you are sick, you wear a mask. If, if you are sick, you know, if you've got flu or you're going home from school, that kind of thing, they give you a mask and, and you take it home. Um, and it'll be I, just, I never that knew that. that I thought it was if they, they thought other people were sick. And I never knew that. Someone told me that. And I thought that was such a good thing to have. Just make it mandated in a culture. It is so... I mean, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if one of the things that changes is doctors say like, oh, you're not like, you're not feeling well, you've got a fever, you know, maybe you might want to uh, wear a mask. Hello, Hong Kong people. Hey, hey. I miss home so much. I miss it. Oh, that is one of my first, my first places to travel when things lift is I'm going to Hong Kong, baby. <laughs> I just, I remember hearing you were from Hong Kong and I thought, okay, this person is, I need to know your story. So when, did, I actually don't know when you moved from Hong Kong to, so I don't know that I, journey. <laughs> so I was born out there um, and uh, we were there for two years. We moved to Vancouver, lived there for uh, a couple of years, but my dad was a pilot for Cathay Pacific, the major airline out of Hong Kong. Oh, cool. So he was able to get a basing in Canada, but he was having to commute back to Hong Kong. He wouldn't be home for weeks at a time. And my mom was kind of like, you know what, this is ridiculous. We're, this doesn't work for us. We're going to you know, move out there. We're gonna be together. Some people are able to manage it really well. Our family, not so much. So, um, my um we we moved back when i was five and then i did kindergarten to grade 12 there and then went to england for university that's where i did my drama school training uh at a place called the guilford school of acting and then uh the uk wasn't really for me um i i was definitely you know also nervous about having visa issues and you know trying to get ahead and then getting so close but then the visa getting in the way so I figured, okay, you know what? They can't kick me out of Canada, I'm a citizen. So that's what prompted the move here and you know, getting into you know, the community here and everything. That is, so UK, um, how, 
how much pricier is it in the UK? In terms of training? No, like in terms of buying a coffee. Oh gosh, I don't, I don't even remember. I don't even rem remember. Like, it feels like another lifetime ago. Really? It's crazy. And my memory is terrible. My memory is actually awful. Um, That's why you got to film everything. I literally just film things on my phone for myself. I take pictures to remember what I ate. I don't post it. I just want to know. Sometimes I'm like, that looked yummy. I want to remember this. Yeah. I get my little reminder a year later. Oh yeah, that was delicious. I'm glad I took a picture. It's fun. <laughs> so you, wow. You, you, Apple's making bank on you with the cloud store. I know. And then I have to delete it. And then I have to delete it because then it, it fills up quite quickly. And I'm like, ah, yes the picture that I thought was necessary. I guess I've enjoyed looking at you. As Marie Kondo would say, you no longer bring me joy, delete. Uh, I love Marie Kondo. She really helped me get to, I mean, I love what she says, but then when everything started to give me joy, I struggled a bit. Ooh, so. Robin, need you to be less happy. Need, yeah, if you could just like not enjoy things. That oh would be my God. It's, but it's always those little things from your childhood. I'm like, but they make me so happy. The little figurines. I don't, I don't know where to put them. They're just randomly somewhere, but yeah. Okay. I think that was one of the things that definitely, I, I mean, my parents have definitely held on to a couple of things from us moving around. And in Hong Kong, we moved like four times. We lived on a boat for a couple of years and then we moved around apartments. So it was always small spaces. So you were always kind of having to kind of decide, okay, do I want to keep this or do I not want to? And, um, <laughs> it, it's it I mean there are definitely times where I think oh it would be cool to be able to go back to your childhood home to be able to see it you know those are I, some things that I I wish I could do but I I saw recently uh my childhood home there's I can't remember the website but there were pictures of what it looks like now the inside and I looked at it and I thought okay so the weird bar in the basement is still there this was a trend for old houses that they just put bars in basements. We never used it. No one really drank in my family. It's still there. No one's moved it. And then I see all the different furniture and wallpaper they've used. And I thought, oh, I don't remember this home. So it was odd. It was exciting, but also a little, oh, that's, that's not what I remember kind of moment. So uh, mixed feelings about seeing a childhood home. Is it in Toronto? It was, I okay, so I'm told I'm not allowed to share a lot of personal information, but I could be wrong. Uh, I'm trying to like, keep, that being said, it's in Thornhill because it's in my bio somewhere. I grew up in Thornhill. Uh, mm. So yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to not share. I overshare so much. And then I get off the call and I'm like, oh, should I not have said that? And like give people my exact address where I live. And then, uh, okay, cool. Don't say references for where, what's around you. I just, I don't know what to do. So then I just uh, get in my head. Yeah. It's, an, it's a really interesting conversation because I'm also debating, you know, I, I want to try and get into like a more of an online presence when it comes to my coding and doing like live coding sessions. Like, hey, if anyone wants yes. to learn how to build like a really simple app with React or let's let's try building something with vanilla JavaScript. Let's work through it together. You know, I you don't said know a lot of words I don't know, but it sounded cool. <laughs> uh, I heard vanilla Jack and I don't think that was vanilla right. Jack. But that made me want some kind of milkshake because I think that would taste good. Some kind I of vanilla cereal. 
Robin, I want to put you in a room full of developers and just be like, join the conversation. Doesn't matter if you understand. Just <laughs> go join a conversation and let's see how it goes. And I'll just be in the corner like, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say things. I think, it's, I think I have an acquired sense of humor. Be like, is this girl for real or is she making fun of us? I'd be like, no, I'm genuinely, this is me just saying stuff. So uh, depends. I love it. I, oh, well, I appreciate that. That's always good. Oh yeah, but see, it's... we have some requests for some online courses. There you go. Oh, we're gosh, starting. I know. We're starting a business for you. I'm so I excited. Did. Yeah, I I would like to learn Python. If you want to watch me struggle trying to learn Python, we can struggle together. Definitely. That could be really fun. That see, that's <laughs> but that's the videos. People people don't want to see you being perfect, right? It's look at me struggle. I'm like, oh, look, she's struggling. It's okay if I struggle. It it humanizes you. I'm your agent now. Though. Make some videos. There you go. Like you've just been agented. You know, it, it is nerve wracking putting so much out there, okay. you know, and, and saying like, oh, have I said too much and worrying about, you know, people getting angry at things that you've said. Like, I, I try to be a strong person, but there are definitely some things that I worry about of like, oh, gosh, I don't know what I would do if someone mistook something I said and it really upsetting them or yeah, ugh, I don't know. I, I think I need to get my bravery up in that. Regardless. Well, I, I'd like to think that no one, well, at least my intention isn't to offend anyone, right? So I think it, it's so hard because it's, you, sometimes you don't want to have certain conversations, but that's the common theme is people don't want to talk about it because they don't want to offend. But I think the trend is let's have the conversations. Let's learn what I'm not expressing correctly so I can learn from that. I think it just depends who you're talking to, though. Because some people, if you don't know it right away, they get offended, which I can understand. I just, I think if we kind of all assume that we're coming from a good place, it could be easier to have that conversation. But I mean, what do I know? I'm not, I, I occasionally have tough conversations. I just like to make this more comedic. I think when people get into serious conversations on here, I just let them talk and I go, thank you for sharing. Because I don't, I, I do struggle. I struggle with, yeah. I don't want to say the wrong thing or even... Oh my God, Twitter, I'm not doing it. I'm not writing my thoughts. No one needs mm. to know what's going on up in here. It's scary and it's not necessary. We're just, cause like one tweet can come back to haunt you 10 years from now, right? Yeah. Ugh. Oh my gosh, Aiden's killing it in the chat. Aiden is like. Yeah, thank you for being so involved, yeah. Aiden. Assume good intentions. Like Aiden, you can be my life coach any day, please. <laughs> I love the concept of a life coach so much. I. That and career coaches. We had a career coach come into my workplace and give a talk. Um, and she did a, a little session with us. And it was really great. Now, again, my memory is terrible. So I need to like look back at my notes. But I remember feeling very motivated and very positive afterwards. So, I mean, it, it is one of those things to kind of alongside with therapy. Even if you don't think you need it, it might be worth to just have it anyways, you know? I think it's finding someone who you can just be very honest with and say, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I want. Because with some, I, I think it's hard for people to talk to certain other people and to just be themselves and honest. Sometimes they're ashamed of what they want. Sometimes they just don't know if that's what they want. I mm -hmm. think I don't, I actually don't know as I'm talking, but it's, I know. None of us know. All of us talking. None, right? Us and I think personally, if I were to describe what I'm doing right now to a life coach, I'd just be like, I, I don't know. Here's my 30 second pitch that's going to go horribly wrong. But I, I just find someone that's able to figure out the tools that you need in order for you to succeed is always helpful. But it's so weird. I hear the advice, but implement, I need like an implement coach. 
That's what I need because I know all the tools and I watch all the things, but it's that whole, okay, taking that advice and then using it. Like, don't be hard on yourself. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. <laughs> Go easy on yourself. You know, okay. just don't think the worst in yourself. Like, <laughs> okay, sure. All right. That was the nice thing about the development world. Cause at least in the development world, you kind of either know it or you don't. And it, as contrary as some people might think, coding is very subjective. Very, really? very subjective. People will architect things 400 different ways. And they'll, there's a great comic strip out there where it's like a developer goes into a meeting with their manager and they're like, this code is crap. I'm going to refactor it. It's going to be great. Six months later, they leave the company. New developer comes in. This code is crap. I'm going to refactor it. It's going to be great. And it... There, there are so many different ways to do it, but at least there are tangible steps that you can follow to say, okay, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to build a project. I'm going to apply for jobs. I'm going to do tech tests. If I don't get this tech test, I'll do the next one. I'll remember what I didn't get the last one. And there are really, there really are these building blocks that are tangible that you can do. That was one of the things that I found really frustrating in the theater world. Yeah. It's like, it works or it doesn't work, but sometimes I can't explain why. And it's like, I, I am very much, you know, equal sides of the brain in that I would like to know exactly what I need to fix so that I can work and like pay my rent. No, but it's true, right? It's the whole, again, I don't need feedback for you to say you did a good job. I need to know how I can get better to actually book something. I'm not offended. Tell me what wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And I find that so hard to get. It's, there's such a subjectivity and it's not even... I mean, sometimes it's nepotism or it's, you know, but sometimes it's just what, what was wrong? What, and, and I hate when they can't pinpoint, this is what it was. It's just this person, we like this. I'm like, ah. yeah. That's why I'm saying to my theater people, to, to my, my artsy folks, you know, you're looking for a side gig, a side skill that is totally unrelated to the work that you're doing that you can Smart. switch your brain into and work on and, you know, how you paid for the hours that you give in, you can work from anywhere in the world, you know, think about tech. It's not bad. You don't have to leave theater. I fully kind of um, shifted because I really wanted to focus on getting really good at this. So in the future, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll go freelance and then maybe try auditioning again. Um, but I've, I've honestly just been so fulfilled with what I've been doing recently that I haven't, I, I just haven't done it yet. And there are also some other things too, like I'm trying to get back into singing lessons and trying to, you know, enjoy it again. Cause near the end towards before I made my shift, I was really unhappy. I was 30 pounds heavier. And for me, weight gain like that is a sign that I'm unhappy. Um, that's how it, it manifests on my body. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my family was also kind of saying like, you're very, you're very like emotionally heavy these days. You know, what's going, like, what's going on? And it is frustrating. Like, I'm 24. I want to be able to be self-sufficient. I want to be able to, you know, walk into a room and be confident in, even mm -hmm. if I'm not working in the thing, you know, I, I at least have the home structure that I want. I'm able to go on vacations and things like that. So you can decompress your brain. So you can, you know, rehabilitate yourself for the next, you know, round of auditions you have. And it was just this awful cycle I couldn't get out of. So I, I did a little circuit breaker move and 
completely moved away from it. And for me, that was the best move. I just had to get out of it and I needed to fall in love with it again. I still sing every day. I love singing. Good. Okay. I was worried. I'm like, oh, oh I love your God. voice. Okay. Yeah. That's no, like just... that's, that's the thing. It was never the art itself that upset me. It was the business and it was some of the atmospheres. Like there are some great people in that community who are so focused on their craft and don't give, you know, two shits about the ego involved or the stature. I was, I was talking to um, my, my great friend, Chris, who I met on Clubhouse last night, you know, we're best buddies now. And we were having this conversation about, I think the thing I find so frustrating about networking in, you know, the performance world is if you go to a tech conference, you talk about the tech, you talk about, hey, this is a really cool framework. What is your, you know, opinion on this? How did you build that? What were some things you ran into? You know, what are you building now? That's so cool. Whereas, and it's, for me, this is how I found it. Going to networking events in the theater world, no one's talking about the tech of theater. They're talking about what did you do recently? Where does that put you? How does that affect me? That's interesting. You know, I, it's an observation I made. Like, I want to talk about the thing itself. You, you may have not worked for 14 years. I don't care. You know, if, if I'm connecting with the art that you're doing, then let's talk about it. I'm, I'm interested. I'm curious about it. You know, let's work together to build something cool. Um, but I found that that conversation was really difficult to find in a lot of people. And I love, a, yeah. part of it too is like, I wasn't working. You know, I definitely didn't have anything to offer people. But I, I was so curious about, you know, their art and their craft. And it was nice to kind of get away from some of those, those environments. And it's not everyone. It's definitely, you know, certain pockets of people. Uh, but that was one of the things I loved about Singular Sensation. And I still love their online. They, uh, they still, you know, they have an online presence and they're great. If anyone here is curious about, you know, being part of a theater community online, Singular Sensation. They have a great show on Monday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, and, Chinese. you know, when I first moved to the city, it was you, you get up and you work on the tech of theater. You work on your tech. You work on your craft you know, and anyone can get up and do it. And the, for me, that was so it was, liberating. It was the, anyone can get up. It was so welcoming. I told Jenny, I got over so many, oh God, I was an awkward, when I got the song wrong the first time I went, or maybe it was a couple times and I really practiced the first, and then I was so upset. And I was, oh, that's the worst. And really no one remembers what you did. And then you come back and you're like, you know what? Everyone's here to support each other. Make up some words, just see what happens and just work on singing. And I'm like, ah. I love these guys. And it was just, it was so, you come in and, and then everyone's so friendly. And it was, it was really, it's so weird to me. You would just go and sometimes I go, I don't even want to sing. I just, my, my voice is tired that day. Cause honestly, look, between you and me, 10 o'clock at night, I'm sometimes singing at 1 a.m. I'm tired. I can't get any noise out of here. It's done. Cause I'm like, I get excited when I see a lot of people and then I'm like blabbing. I'm like, oh, didn't protect the voice. That's on me. Cause you have to yell over everyone getting out drunk, that's what happens. Them kids. But even just watching how people performed and the way they told songs that I've heard for ages already and the different, the different ways they performed it, I thought, that is so cool. I never would have interpreted a song that way. I, I love seeing that. It was nice to just see people working on it. 
yeah. and doing it and succeeding. And some people who are struggling, because, oh, man, did I struggle many, many times. At I might have not been there because I'm just like, okay, Maren's coming Ooh. up. Good. She can sing. I'm going to listen and be respectful Bro, and go. Lying. Lying. I'm telling but even if, okay, even if what you thought was a mess up, I'm like, she hit some notes and I'm feeling good. There's a, <laughs> there were some notes that were hit, some choices that were made and I enjoyed. Oh, there were choices. <laughs> there were some choices. Mm, I don't know if they worked out that well. But I would always try out new material when, I mean, I say important, but you know, people that could help you in the theater world were in the audience. And then it's like, oh. Maybe you should have done a song I knew because I'm pretty sure that was not my best. Uh, but that's also me getting in my head and uh, it is what it is. Yeah. And for me, it was one of those, it'll be what it'll be. And we'll figure it out. I feel like I need to get that tattooed on me. Something like, we'll I, maybe right here. Then uh, we'll figure forehead it out. Forehead tattoo. That's what's the trust. No regret. Yeah. And, and. For some people, I mean, it's definitely something that I think has probably hurt me in the past, where it's kind of like, ah, it'll be fine. Ah, you know, who cares if we could, if we mess up, it's fine. We'll figure it out. But it, it helps, though, right? Because when you go up there, you're like, we'll see what happens, right? Whatever. And then it's just so much easier to watch someone that's relaxed and has a calm sense of their self versus, I mean, I'm a little paranoid, like, oh, God, <laughs> I hope I chose the right song. Although the person before me sang my song. So now I'm stuck doing my second choice that I wasn't happy with. And then it gets a whole, it's fun to listen to. I mean, the uh, song picking drama is one of my favorite things. Is it really? Oh my I, gosh, I love it. I don't know how to pick a song. I will genuinely, I am almost, this is a resume worthy skill. I will always choose the wrong song. I've only chose the right song oh. once for an audition, but I will genuinely never pick the right song to audition with that. It's like, oh, why don't you go with that? That's, all right, thank you, next. Not even, not even a thank you. Just like, no acknowledgement. Okay, cool, yeah. bye. <laughs> yeah, and there are some people who are amazing at it. My roommate in university, uh, his name is Gabriel and he's fantastic. He's been in uh, the West End production of Color Purple that Cynthia Revo was oh. in before it was brought to Broadway. He's done Hairspray. He was in Jingle Jangle, the Christmas movie that came out. He was in the original Whoa. cast of Hamilton in the West End. Whoa. This amazing. He's amazing and bless him. He was one of these incredible souls who, when I was struggling so badly at drama school because I just could not pick songs, he would sit with me and he would like, you know, sit, tell me like, you should try this song, you should try that song, you know? And it was, it, I mean, he is just one of those, his name is Gabriel Makake, give him a follow. He's just fantastic. Um, and it was, you know, that was the nice thing I loved about Stallers is it brought a lot of those souls to that place. I was just thinking everyone's going to follow your friend now and ask for song choice advice. <laughs> I mean, Gabriel start business. Everyone, this is, we, we have these discussions to develop business ideas. You're going to start a little coding thing, do a little YouTube singing. And Aiden's going to be our accountability partner, he says. Yeah, Maybe I really like accountability that. Partner. I think that's a great idea. But then it's also, and then I feel guilty with my accountability partner because you're Aiden holding me accountable. I'm not doing it. Now I'm upset. Now I'm downward spiral into oblivion. Nope. Aiden would never judge us. He would only only lift us up. That's all that Aiden will do. Q, raise me up. Josh Groban. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Aiden's like, what the heck am I watching right now? Yeah. I I I love that people are fascinated by this. I 
I mean, I just kind of wanted to talk to people and you never know who comes into the room. Uh, the room. I've used so many quotations today. Oh, thanks, Aiden. Of course. Love it. <laughs> Great. Uh, what else to chat about? Is there anything you want to plug? Software engineering. I don't. I know I say that. I'm like, I, why did I say that? That's not a weird. No. No. Okay. That's the thing. She's she's really not doing much. She's just kind of taking every day as it comes. Uh, it's just ah. It, yeah. See, I'm the worst. You know, don't. I'm the worst guest to bring on any show because I have nothing to promote. We're just hanging out and chatting. I'm forgetting my train of thought. <laughs> like honestly, there was. People have started promoting people. This was this was my sh the best the best compliment I've ever received doing this was someone reached out to me. They said, "I want to promote something. How do I get on window chats with Robin?" I'm like, "Oh my god, you just message me and I put you in." It's like not not a thing. So I was very That's flattered. Is everyone uh, thinks there's more of a a structure than there really is to some some systems or some events or some productions and things like that? It's like, no, someone just started it. And they kept it going and uh you know it, it evolves and it, and it turns into things so yeah i would just like keep keep these up they're amazing whenever they come on you know i'm doing my work and i'm typing away and I'm, of course they're so yeah. much fun and it's I nice that you get all different kinds of people and all different you know disciplines and things like that in there because you never know what's going to bite for some people and i i guess if there was anything you know to to plug more quotes plug um, it's not really so much a thing. It's just, you know, to my, my theater friends out there, you can do more than you think you can. And the skills you have acquired in theater are absolutely transmissible to other disciplines. And if you want to make a change, you haven't failed. Don't feel guilty. Like it's not, there's so much in this industry that is out of your control that you should never feel guilty for prioritizing your happiness. That was really well said. I agree. You had a look on your face like, was that right? But uh, it was, it was, it's a, I just, I love your story of this is, I, w I wasn't feeling happy. I made a change. I'm happy now. Like, it's just, it's so hard to realize, to even say to myself, I'm not happy and to figure out how do I get happier. And it's so challenging to, because everyone has a different experience, but for you to figure that out and say, I'm happy now, it's, it's so, it's amazing. Because isn't that really the premise of life to find happiness? I, I'd like to think so. It was something I know I always said when people always ask, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And honestly, like, I, don't get me wrong, I love, I love performing and, and everything like that. But like I said, the world, sometimes has different plans for you. And some of that, some of that is out of your control. Um, and I just, I, I just knew I wanted to be happy because there are a lot of people who are in the positions that I would have loved to have been in who are not happy. And for me, that doesn't make it worth it. And I remember when I was making the decision to change things up and kind of going, okay, well, you know, I've invested a lot of years and there's been a lot of money that's been put into this and, you know, Am I letting people down? And uh, my parents are the most amazing people ever. I'm not biased at all. Um, and they're I'm, probably the best parents anyone's ever had. So yeah. suck it, world. Okay. <laughs> I just remember talking to them, and of course, like it's it's embarrassing to to you know 
it shouldn't be, but I understand how there is that feeling there of like, you know, there were people who had an expectation of me. Like I was always the one in school where people were like, oh, she's going to go into theater. She's going to become an actor. Like they, it, it was seen from a very young age amongst my peers. And to kind of live up to that expectation is, is hard, especially when it's obviously not working. So I remember going up to, to my family and, you know, I was sitting down talking about it and they just said, look, everything you've done up to this point, if it has led to your happiness was worth it. And then, you know, a call back to if I had decided not to go into theater and just straight into trying to become a developer, would I be as happy now if I hadn't gone through that? Probably not. You know, I can rest knowing that I gave it a shot and I met some amazing people and learning a bit about the industry and knowing that I always have the option of creating my own if I ever want to get back to it. And, you know, kind of letting go of that guilt and letting go of those emotions because it's, it has all led to being happy today. And if you change one aspect of that, how would that affect everything else, you know? It's hard not having that guilt though. And I love that you said that, right? It's, you shouldn't feel guilty for trying to figure out where you should be. I mean, I know for the longest time when I, <laughs> I'm like, hey, so remember I'm a physiotherapist, uh, so now I'm gonna do acting full time, cool. And that was just a weird time in my life where, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, physiotherapy, that knowledge I have is amazing and I always get injured, so that's helpful. But it was just, what, what do I really, like what can make me happier? What do I need right now? And that was, it's always difficult to question that. and. I mean, acting full-time right now, is that a good choice? I don't know. I'm doing window chats because I got some free time. But uh, it, it's just so interesting to let go of the guilt. That's, that's what I find is the hardest thing because, I mean, they're so, especially if they're, you're not successful, right? So there's, I've never used more air quotes in my life. And this is it. just it's the air quote. What is success? No one knows. <laughs> yeah, the success is, oh, bye, Kev. Uh, yeah, the success is the hard thing to quantify because everyone has their own definition of success. So I, I think it's so hard for the you as an individual to say, okay, this is what I, this is my definition of success. Because not everyone will agree with it. And then, but also you don't have to justify your life to other people, which is also a hard thing to stomach in a sense, because we live in a world, we're not in a little, well, I mean, we're on a bubble now, but in general, there's people around that expect certain things. So I find it, I find it always an interesting discussion to have when people are identifying what makes them happy. And when they find that happiness, I'm just so, I'm so happy for you. I'm, I'm happy when other people figure out where they should be, but I'm also like, you're still acknowledging that you're still going to do it. And I, I, I never want you to stop singing because I thoroughly, I love it. I'm just, just some, I'm a Marin fan, um, <laughs> but I, I didn't know there's something about your presence that you just get on and sing. I'm like, I, I wish I haven't, I never saw you in theater because I also never really supported people. So that was on me. Uh, but that I never, tough, though. there's a lot of stuff going on in Toronto. There... You can't see everything. And to be honest, Robin, I didn't book anything. So there was nothing really accomplishing. Well, even on open, like uh, one of those cabaret nights, I'm sure I, I just never, Oh my god. I Robin, think it was the cabarets I have written and bombed bombed. Dis destroyed myself with things that oh. I wrote. 
terrible. But that's how you learn it wasn't good. I know I did my stand up and I'm like, oh, that was not well received. We X that material. It just, <laughs> you gotta put it, okay, cool. Maybe don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. Okay, testing it out. It's not bombing, it's trying and growing as a person. So I'm talking really interestingly now. I'm working on my voice acting. See, it's for my reel. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's I was just noticing though too, Aiden was saying in the chat that Ken um, was a doctor before becoming an actor. And you know, a lot of people do that. You were a physiotherapist before becoming an actor. And I yeah, think, and it, it would really hurt my heart if some people um, were to look back at that time and go, oh, I don't think, um, like, I feel like I wasted years. I feel like I wasted some of my prime years. You know? I feel like that's what I used to say to myself. But then I thought, okay, well, now that's silly because you did help people. So I don't know where that's coming from. And then that's a whole spiral of, huh, that got negative. But it, it is hard when you're, because it's still when I was in the process of trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And honestly, I'm still in the process. I haven't reached this. I am fully happy right now. But it's always, it's just figuring out what you need, I guess, at the time. Mm -hmm. I. I, but then, and then the pandemic happens, and you're like, oh, um, I don't know what I'm doing. What do I do? Where do we go from here? What does this mean for everything? So, but none of it was a waste, even if it was just that transition and saying, you know, I, w I really want to do this. Like, I want to give this a shot. Like, I want to, yeah. I want to, you know, be a part of this. You know, you remember what it was like not doing it before. So that's a motivator. And having the skills, like, being a physiotherapist, you, uh, I mean, like, are you also running sessions on the side and that kind of thing? I, so I'm trying to do, well, I'm still trying to figure out, I made, <laughs> uh, I, I always, again, the ever performer, I was making all these videos for my patients. So I was trying to figure out how to make videos and I have like a YouTube channel, whatever, like physio with Robin. And then I just hate when people don't do exercises or rehabilitation properly because they're not given the right instruction. But then I have to have that legal disclaimer. Hey, I don't, I haven't really assessed you, but here are some suggestions. But I just hate when people left physio and didn't know what to do. And so that was what I was trying to figure out. That was the component of, I love educating people in a sense, like, again, not the not like a 100% beacon of health, but these are exercises or these are movements that can help you get back to where you were. That was one of the projects I keep wanting to get back to and just common injuries of how to get people how to strengthen how to lengthen whatever your injury is. But that's, it's such an interesting, I don't want people to think this is the only thing you should do because there's so much misinformation out there. And when I watch some of these videos, I'm like, I don't think that's right, but okay. So it's it's a really hard balance to figure that out. So I think I've been putting that one off because I don't want people to try whatever I suggest and say it didn't work and physio doesn't work. And that's what I hate so much because I I think it could be, for at least me, I know I kept getting injured. I would go to physios and some of them are good, some of them were bad. But it's not that physio doesn't work. It's just either you didn't find the right person or you have to try something else. And I think that's, that's so challenging, right? Because you have, let's say one doctor and you're like, okay, so this is the doctor that does everything. So I, I should have only one physio. I'm like everyone has a different approach. Mm -hmm. So I think that's worth looking into. I just don't know how to be that one. I don't want, I think I'm nervous to be that one physio for the internet. And that's mm -hmm. just a, 
it's just, I don't know. I think that that's also a lot of pressure that I'm putting on myself. I'm like, Robin, no one watches your stuff anyway. So just create it and see what stop. happens. You stop um, that right now. I do that all the time. You stop that right now. You're not allowed <laughs> to do that. See the figure? Stop it right now. I'm actually feeling very lectured. Good. I'm attacked. This is my lecture well, finger. I, I don't know. I, you don't know. Like that's, that's the big part, right? Is like, you don't know. And at least, you know, there's a, there's another set of skills you have where if you need to supply any income, you can do that. You have that. And it was really interesting. There was a comment earlier about it's amazing how much pressure society puts on people trying to figure out everything in their twenties. I don't know about you. I'm not meant for my twenties. I'm, I'm going to be 29 this year. And I, I, the twenties are not for me. I, I'm not a thriving twenties person. I'm excited for my thirties and my forties and fifties. And then we're going to be partying. Um, but it, it's, it's interesting how people, they get this sense of like, oh, well, if I haven't made this switch by the time I'm 30 or 40 or whatnot, then it's not worth it. I have a private tutoring student who's 37, who's making a career change and who's doing a really great job. And it, it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter. And it doesn't concern anyone. I think that's the hardest part, right? When it really shouldn't be concerning anyone. But I think especially for people that love you, they don't, they don't want you not even to fail. They just don't want you to maybe that. I'm wondering, is it like a failure thing? Is it a, they want you do they want you to be happy or just make sure you can sustain yourself on your own? I don't think anyone who cares about you wants to see you in an unhappy place. Yeah. And I don't think anyone who truly cares about you would fault you for making a change that made you happier, whether mm -hmm. that's going to acting, whether that's moving away from acting, whether that's- Yeah, sorry. we're on the different spectrums right now. We're like, Right, exactly. And that, that's the thing. I love it's it. Like, the it doesn't matter. The only thing mm -hmm. that matters is just being happy. Like that's, that's the thing that I'm just trying to definitely communicate to people and try to get across is that it's, it's okay if you want to make a change. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And I can guarantee you that the people who have a problem with it will for four seconds and then they're going to forget about you because they're so concerned with themselves. And the yeah, only just, reason they're, I like that. The only reason they're doing that in that moment is, is because they're making a direct comparison between you and themselves. I like thinking that way. Be like, it's okay. People are going to forget because we're all inherently selfish. So just like let them have their thing and then they'll forget. Cool. Peace out. The number of times I've wasted. I enjoy that. Yeah. The, the number. number of hours I've wasted and I will probably continue to waste. I'm not very good at it. Is thinking I have said hey, something. Don't. Yeah. I <laughs> don't. <you. laughs> no. Thank you. <laughs> going to bring the finger Thank back you. for every yes, window. Just like your finger. Hey, I said, no, this is my skill. I'm a hand model. <laughs> And it, it's like that, you know, oh, I'm just going to kick my phone over um, with, you know, videos or auditions or anything like that. They're going to forget. And that's great. If you mess up, they're not going to remember. It does. It, again, isn't that, isn't that amazing, though? Because in my head, I can tell you every audition I did wrong, every bad choice. I mean, I can tell you that. But no one if I see someone on the street that I that watched that tape, they wouldn't know. They wouldn't be like. I watch way too many and I don't have time to care. I have my own life. And I thought, yeah. huh, I should remember that, but I don't. So 
I mean, I don't, I hope, I hope this is a settling thing for people. It, it does settle me. It's that people majority of the time don't care about what you do. I think, I mean, it's <laughs> like, there's a book. I don't know if you read uh, 365 steps to adulting or something like that. No, but I love adulting. I love that term so much. Oh, adulting I, is hard. Like apparently the term itself is out according to the new generation. No Can I? Okay. In. Did you read that article yesterday? It, there one? was an article saying this is what's no longer cool. And it was this, the laughing so hard they're crying face oh. is out. And I it always use that. And I thought, no, I object to this article, but I believe everything I read. So do I stop using it? No, I just accept that I'm older. So that's what I'm going to do. Not going to be cool. Like, I'm not giving up my skinny jeans. I'm not wearing them right now. I don't think I'm wearing jeans in like seven No, months. it's very casual it's pants. Like, I get it. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of stuff, it just makes, it just makes me laugh. It just, because it, like, she's never, she's never doing a metal part. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> no. We're keeping that. We're keeping crying, laughing so hard, you're crying face. Oh yeah. my God, I love that. Exactly. Yeah. But no, I think I think what you're doing here is awesome. And it's, Aww. it's cool to be able to, you know, sign on and see people that you know, and some people that you don't know, and just be like, listen to some conversations and be a part of it. Well, I love that you were willing to be part of it. Because I'm like, I was thinking I'm thinking, when was the last time I fully had a long conversation with Marin, and I couldn't tell you. And I was almost upset. I'm like, I know you, you're lovely. I don't know. Will we have stuff to talk about? Let's find out. Uh, and that was almost me getting in my head. I'm like, no, she'll be fine. She's lovely. She'll figure it out. And I mean, she couldn't get on the live stream. It's okay. I restarted it. It was a bad intro anyways. I needed to revamp that. I'm like, oh God, Robin, the rambles, the rambles are lacking. It was, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. And we're going to figure it out. I love that. I love that. We'll figure it out. Oh God. Figure it out. Well, there's actually a, there's a, one of, one of the guys I hang out with with coding right now. He, I don't know if he's still on, on this live right now, but uh, Jeff, if you are there, we're going to do uh, a drinking challenge, whether it be alcoholic or not, maybe like a gummy challenge. You have to eat gummy every time um, mm -hmm. and see if you get sick from how many you have to eat, because I say we're going to figure it out 4,000 times. 4, that's times. not, that's not a terrible thing to say. Yeah, we were working through a problem last night, and it's funny how I can be in an industry where someone asks me a question. I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Let's do. Let's see what other people have done, and we'll and we'll try and do that. And everyone is like that. It is one of the most amazing communities for That's... sharing knowledge and for embracing people and bringing them in. And I, I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. I love that you can say I don't know. Can you imagine? Uh, so what's wrong with me, physio Robin? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That, that looks pretty bad. You should. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I have a physio? Uh, oh, there's something so powerful in being able to admit you don't know something and being able to work with a group and figure it out. I love that. Oh, now I want to become a software engineer. All right. So, um, like, it's one of those things where, you know, I haven't been a hiring manager yet. And I, I would like to get to a management position eventually. There's still a lot of tech I'd like to learn before that happens. If it's that's in for the your cards 30s. for me. That's, that's from the 30s. It's from 30s and the 40s. Um, but for, for me, especially when I'm talking to, you know, junior devs who are fresh out of the boot camp uh, and, you know, are trying to find work, 
I always try to say, you know, it's totally fine to say you don't know. It's totally fine. It's much better to say you don't know than to come up with some BS that's just going to waste everyone's time. And just say, I don't know, but I'm looking forward to understanding. But I love that it's acceptable, right? Because certain mm -hmm. professions, I, it's not always the case. So the fact, there's something to this mindset of being able to, okay, someone doesn't know something. How do we teach them? How do we figure this out? Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I wish that could be adapted across everything. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that one day it will, you know, that this expectation that people who don't know things should know them. It's like what you That's don't the thing know. It's that, yeah. That, told you. <laughs> exactly. Right. That, and then I learned the hard way of, oh, oh, I guess I know it now, but that was an uncomfortable situation I would have liked to avoid uh, in the future. Yeah. Ah, uh, this is so, uh, you made a good sell. So for anyone that was debating becoming a software engineer, uh, Sounds cool. I mean, we just wanted to like pick up an extra skill. You know, there, there are lots of artists who do the freelance website game on their free time. You know, you can work from a set, you can work from a rehearsal space if you know, you're not, you're not in the middle of, you know, rehearsing a particular scene. It's I was really going to say, wait, out. so you don't just use Wix.com? That's not your thing? Okay, got it. I mean, I know a lot of developers that are so against the Squarespace, WordPress. What was that one? Wix? Yeah, the, oh, Wix. Yeah, the Wix thing. Um, I, that is my website page. Uh, that's yes. great. That's great. You can't like the fact that there's a platform for that is awesome. People are like, look, I just want to get my brand out there. That's awesome. You shouldn't I, have to pay $4,000 for a website. That is not what I get paid. <laughs> that is a really crazy number. So people are I like, like that oh, number. I thought, whoa, okay. Wow. Um, no, uh, just throwing a number out there, but they like the websites can be very expensive, especially when you're putting like a person behind, you know, the hours that go into building it. So I, mm -hmm. I think those platforms are great. Are they great for scaling big applications? No, but that's not what they're meant for. I almost w wish I could code because there's certain features that I thought this should be easier. Ah, that oh, go, ah. but little did you know. So the reason why I got interested in it was because I was sitting in a Starbucks working on my actor website on WordPress. Yeah. I was sitting there and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't get it, but I really enjoyed the kind of building of it and the problem solving and putting the pieces together that 13 hours went by and I didn't even notice. Like I didn't get up for 13 hours and I was like, oh shoot, you know, this is, this is interesting. I enjoyed this and you know didn't want to end it as soon as possible it's crazy which is what sparks the like okay let's have a conversation with a couple of people who have uh you know made this change and one of the people who did the course before i did was rebecca perry's sister and i know that name yeah yeah yeah. Re rebecca perry she's a, a artist in the toronto scene you know she's done yeah. edinburgh fringe festival um all like all the fringes uh, she's an amazing amazing performer producer she is one of those where it's like, please give me your drive. Please, for the love of God, give me your drive. Hard, yeah, I, I met her once at Sattler's and then I saw her face everywhere and I thought, whoa, this girl is, she's going places. She's because killing it. She, she is one of those. I just, I, I maybe had, I think we did a confidential musical theater project, those mm -hmm. musical theater improv shows. I think we did one together and then I just, I saw her at Sattler's and then her face was everywhere at all the festivals and I thought, whoa, I just, Good for her. If I you need a mountain moved. Call Rebecca Perry. 
but you know, she, we were, we were chatting and I was telling her about this. She's like, Oh, my sister did this course. And she comes from a fashion background. And I was like, well, that's artsy. Like, could I do it? And of course the Perry sisters are so good about, you know, sitting down and sharing their knowledge and their experiences. So we, um, Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I was laughing at a comment. I know. Uh, what was that? What did that say? I know. It's, um, I, I put, yeah. Uh, no, I did wear a bluish purple shirt. And yes, I am blending it to my background. Thank you, Trish. Uh, actually, I coordinated. Trish was the one we coordinated with pink shirts and our blue backgrounds. That was a fun one. Uh, but yes, I, I only own blue t-shirts. So now I just gave up and I will just be a floating face. And I'm okay with that. Uh, also, I don't, I, mean, I don't own that many shirts. I'm doing all these chats and I'm running out of clothes. So yes, this is going to be a repeat in a couple weeks. That's just, just going to happen. Steve Jobs. Just wear the same thing every time. I don't, I don't have the turtleneck and then it just, uh. It'll be I'm your, hot. your Steve Jobs. It'll be your oh. blue shirt every time. Oh, I like that. But what if I want a different one? What if I go with a different neckline? I'm feeling like a little crew. The world will burn. Oh, thank you, the world will what the world will burn probably yeah i yeah <laughs> thanks i'll promote yes any cross promotional oh that's what i should do if anyone has a brand i'll start i'll start wearing brand oh that's what i'm gonna do so remember um, we were Robin, talking about Marie? I think what we're talking about our sponsors this is uh we were sponsored by hello fresh uh oh, but what i want to do do you have these shirts that are you know like harvard and princeton and all that I do not. Okay. Um, what, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Not Is it like the text, like the font style? Yeah. So it looks like, so I would, I wanted to wear those because I want to justify not throwing them out in a sense that they bring me joy. So I wonder if I should start doing that going forward. I'll wear my grade eight Annie shirt because that's when I really peaked. That is I wasn't true. even Annie. I was Lily St. Regis and I got to do my funny voice. And then they threw me in as Burt Healy because I could sing. It was a great combination, playing all the spectrums. Uh, that, was, that was my grade eight. Um, your but journey is your journey. You it know? is, it is. I'm gonna own it. I, I'm inspired, I'm wearing, but then will you feel, if you came on and I was wearing this casual shirt, would you be, Robin didn't dress up for me, I'm upset? Or is it, oh, okay, it's casual. I, I like that. I have no expectations. Oh. Oh, see, I, but I'm talking to someone that's chill. This isn't helpful. I need to do a poll. <laughs> I'm going to do an Instagram poll that no one will respond to, and I will not get answers. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as I mean, I don't know. I'm definitely one of those where if the conversation is good, it doesn't matter. You oh, know? I like that. And the conversation has been great. So. Well, that's like when, when acting, okay, I obsess about my hair and my makeup and blah, blah, blah. And then, okay, well, maybe oh. just do good acting. Oh, Yes. Okay. Uh, but that was one of those things. Like this, I mean, this is a rarity these days. And this is oh, me. You look like, lovely. I thought, oh, she got dressed up for me. Oh, <laughs> you know, putting on a face of makeup and uh, and you know having you know brushed hair and that kind of thing. That is not a that is not a regular occurrence these days. I don't know if I'm bad about it, but I did notice that I was struggling to get kind of motivated in my mornings, jump into my work. So I am trying to at least to the shoulders, be work ready. You know, we're still, we're still in pajamas. Um, but you know, to the shoulders, we got to start somewhere, right? Here. Whatever's exactly. in the frame. Just all my calls are like this. Okay. Hello, fancy people. <laughs> there was a Zoom call where I just, I don't even think I had a good, 
I wasn't into the shirt thing. So I just took the call from here up. And yeah. I realized I look like a terrible person. So it was just this. And not even a chair. I think it was my couch. I just kind of gave up in that. It was, it, was, it was a casual meeting of discussing a sketch we were doing. So again, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I just wasn't in the mood to be on another Zoom. Yeah. So it was, it was probably the worst kind of, it's, maybe I cut <laughs> up my lips at one point. It's just my nose. And then, hello. <laughs> She's creepy eyes. The world, the world has changed. The world has definitely changed. And uh, I, I hope that what this has done is it has also removed um, some of that expectation for having to look a certain way to be able to do a job that has nothing to do with the way that you look. And now I don't think that applies to the performance world because everything depends on how you look. It's unfortunate. I didn't play it well, um, which is why I got out of there. Um, but, you know, it is... It is one of the interesting things you try to balance at a workplace. It's like, well, how much is too much? And no one has ever said anything to me, you know, at my at my job. And, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for that because I know some of them in the back of their minds are kind of like, oh, I'm there. Do you, add, do you add glasses? Do you have the little blue light glasses? No, I use something called Flux on my computer. Um, it's an app that you can download and it, it tints everything on, on your screen to a, an orange hue. So it's easier on your eyes. What is it called? Can you spell that? Flux. F-L-U-X. Oh, oh, it is. Flux. Because it fluctuates. Mm -hmm. God, that was, that was bad. That was, now we're doing the dad pun. Robin. It's been a while. Oh, wow. Robin. Look at that. I keep, I put a clock in here this time because there's no timer on here. So mm -hmm. I never know how long. I'm like, whoa, we've been doing an hour and a half. I Look know. At this. I'm actually going to have to go because I have a I was just going to say, <laughs> I, I appreciate the chats, but we just got sucked into what we were on a journey. And I enjoyed being on it with you. This was a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. This, this is great. For, thank you for hanging out with me. This was definitely one of the more fun mornings I've had in uh, in the last year. Um, and I, I, I really, I really love everything you're doing and these conversations are happening, especially at this time, because I think a lot of people are currently in this place where they don't see what's going on with other people. And it's hard. It's hard to know what's going on if you don't see it or if you don't talk about it. So I love everything that you're doing. I'm going to be a very uh, regular audience member. So please keep them going because they are really great. I will do my best. And I'm trying, well, I mean, I was gonna say, I've had to, so my hatred for Instagram, um, I realized I started taking clips from every chat that I do, mm -hmm. uh, but I realized that later on so now I've had to start a new Instagram page so I could showcase the clips from the beginning because I don't want anyone to feel left out. I've enjoyed every chat. You can't add them in because then the grid looks weird. So me overthinking, I'm starting a new thing. I'll do a clip from here where you're very well showcased because you're great. I know. Uh, <laughs> or not. It'll be, yeah, it'll be that screenshot. I just, yeah. No, I'm telling you, when you paused, it was lovely. It was great. Sponsored by, yes. So, fresh. be fresh. Subway, be fresh. Uh, no, it's eat fresh. Oh God, now they're all, is Hello Fresh be fresh? Is that their slogan? No, I don't think so. Oh. Is it? I don't know. Hello Fresh, goodbye unfresh. Anyways, that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an advertiser. So, and that's why I do silent on camera commercials. Uh, we don't let her talk. No, she has thoughts. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna let you go. The sign off is so the worst much. part for me. 
Uh, oh, my pleasure. Thanks for doing this. You're wonderful. And I will see you at your next one. Oh, I appreciate that. Have a good day. Do All right. How do I turn time. this thing off? Gonna I'm going to, I'm going to end it. You're going to end it. Yeah. Okay. End it, end it, end it, Robin. Bye. <laughs>